0: Hello and welcome back to the 303 Podcast. My name is Ollie Fawcett, founder and creative director at 303. And I'm Jamie Vaughan, co-owner and director of 303. This is the podcast where we talk to you about all things entrepreneurship, business, marketing, and life at 303. For those that don't know, 303 is a creative digital agency that creates and distributes content for the curious and the ambitious. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back to 303 Radio. How are you, sir? I'm good. A restful weekend has been had. Uh, you have. You've been away. I've no, nice? been up north. Lovely. How was it? It was good. Um, had a
1: very windy bicycle ride. Some, you were uh, thinking my
0: lucky stars. You got some new wheels for your bike, haven't mm. you? I
1: do. I do have some new wheels. Very exciting. Yeah. Facebook ads. Very too, sad. That you can uh, get excited over bike wheels. But.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Um, well, hello. Welcome back. We are in a slightly different room within our office building today. So apologies for any acoustical issues. Acoustical? That word? Acoustic. Yeah. Acoustic that. issues, I do apologise, um, today. But yeah, we are back, trying to be consistent with the episodes for 303 Radio. Um, my name is Ollie, and I'm joined with Jamie, for those that don't know. Um, yeah, I guess this is the podcast where we go through life at 303. And for those that don't know, 303 is a dig- creative digital marketing agency. getting that off the tongue at the moment Mm. um and we get up to all kinds of things but these shows are basically designed to give you an insight to life behind 303 and also talk about some stuff that we care about a lot of it's to do with food bikes and dogs but we know we'll gloss over um so jamie what has been going on at 303 this week i think potential highlight from last week was we had our
1: first client event post COVID, Mm. although an event isn't necessarily a noun we were allowed to use. It was a retail experience. Mm, it was a shopping um, experience. A shopping day. experience. Yeah. We were call it um, an event because we couldn't be bothered to say shopping experience, but it was yeah. a shopping experience. Event's not a very COVID-friendly word. No. Um, but it was all very uh, COVID-safe, et cetera. But it was.
0: was. Yeah. No, we, we attended, didn't we, actually? It was. It was down at the Burlington Arcade for the Globetrotter launch, mm. um, which was really good. And the new Globe Globetrotter store at the Burlington Arcade insane. is insane. Mm. Um yeah, it was amazing. Nice to have people a bar. back out. Yeah, it has In a bar. the shop. What more could you want? Yeah. Bar and suitcases. Luggage and GNT. Yes. Yeah. I had a question for you, actually. I didn't ask you at the event. For those that don't know, by the way, should we try and explain through voice what Globetrotter is? I mean, a lot of people will know, but like yeah. this style of suitcase.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a trunk style luggage. Yeah. Um, like leather, wood, mm-hmm. all very handcrafty, very customizable, very luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, just very cool, but,
0: amazing. Yeah, amazing. Very cool collaborations and stuff. Well. Really cool collaborations. What spec would you go for on your trunk? Ooh. I was going to ask you at the event, and I just forgot.
1: I'd probably breed the brand. I'd go a dark green, yeah, with some silver details.
0: Silver details. Incredible. I think. Yeah, I think I would go either dark green or dark blue with a tan interior, and I think the stitching. I would go like aggressive, like yellow on the stitching. Mm
1: he has got it in his head, that green and yellow are really complementary <laughs> colour combinations. And it's, they
0: are. His we'll talk about colour combinations later on in the episode, because there's a colour combination that worked extremely well on the weekend. Um, but yeah, we had our first shopping experience back, um, which was very nice. I had a lot of crew there shooting the whole event, and obviously our team were there to help support the team at Burlington with the event, which was very good. Um, and there's been a lot of studio shoots. Last week, I feel like we did a lot of studio shoots. Obviously, we can, in our studio, shoot for clients, a lot of the time we do it in-house. So in our in our little office space in Fulham, well, in our studio in Fulham, um, we've got a little space there which has been utilised quite a lot last week. Um, yeah, for some new new clients as well. Yeah, had quite a lot of paid media clients
1: onboarding. Yeah, um, which is always exciting. And paid media typically lends itself quite nicely to studio shoots, mm. um, but they've been a bit more creative than normal, I would say, of late. There's been yeah. some new gadgetry. There has.
0: Sam, Sam on the team brought himself a little um, revolving mirror. Sam, if anyone like spends some time on Instagram and they're in photography, you know, like the, is it shitty rigs? Yeah. Yeah. The shitty rigs and it's the like rigs. DIY hacks for photography. Sam loves that content so much <laughs> to the point where he'll be ordering like Barbie dolls and tell me it'll be for some elaborate like not to bobby does but he ordered like he's ordered tiny people for something the little people like,
1: thing really stresses me
0: out yeah i don't know what's gonna happen to us Oh, okay he's saying it's not him but like he's, he's he ordered one of which i think is quite cool like a little mirror that revolves mm. and he's doing some madness on that And a light
1: so. stick it looks like a lightsaber
0: yeah i don't know what the
1: technical tab for that is. i would love a
0: lightsaber you know i've
1: got a really legit lightsaber
0: where he's like can actually kilos. like slice things uh, I haven't tried to do that. Probably not. I've do you know what I really like? Out. Is like a is like a lightsaber. No, but it's like it's knife? legit. It's legit
1: sort of metal heaviness, and then the stick is like super bright. It's like as bright as these lights, what which i mean, I've just looked at. When you spin see. it,
0: when you spin it, does it make the noises. Uh, I can't actually remember if it does that. You know, hope so. you know, when you're a kid. Yeah, I mean, for the money, you probably yeah. paid for it. You would. You know, when you're a kid and you like would have a sword fight. Were mm. you a kid that made the noise or not made the noise? I was making noise. I was, making I was causing noise, a ruckus all oh, the time. I was literally like getting it on point. I always used to make gun noises as well. I feel like every boy when mm. they're younger is a good at a lightsaber noise and a gun noise. Yeah. Which totally I'm amazing. more of a
1: lightsaber man than a gun man. Though, I would say.
0: I think I, I would... Can imagine
1: you just terrorising all the other children with the BB no, gun? No.
0: Yeah, I mean, that happened. I was a bit more... Um, I was into like this, the, like like a sword. I never had a lightsaber. I had like... A, I had this wooden sword, which I've still got, yeah. which was made out of like asbestos and like something else it was like a proper it was just like proper rugged Mm. and I would always make like the Mm. all the time even when I would just be in in my house be like Mm. Sam is that noise coming through good anyway enough about about, um, our new toys it's been a very good week a very busy week great to get back out and have all the team out of the office Um, and also to shoot something that isn't always studio exciting Mm. um cool so we move on to the next section of our podcast structure Yeah. Um, some questions based around entrepreneurship which is always an exciting area of the I saw podcast. another
1: person slagging off the whole word entrepreneur who? over the weekend can't remember who it was it is ruined. Um, that word
0: is tainted um, it's, it's a dirty word these days exactly
1: yeah around small business ownership mm. oh, there we go we'll go there with we that go. Um, my question to you has stemmed from the it's been. I would say it's been properly established as something that we probably say to each other on a weekly basis now, which is like, it's all coming together type yeah. narrative. Mm. When was the first point at which you were like,
0: it's all coming together? I think I think there's moments where you have that quite a lot. I think like we obviously have that when we we're taking a few like big steps at the moment, and each of those steps, you have this kind of like we can really do this feel um Which is the confidence? To be honest, and this is me being really, really quite arrogant, but we'll run with it. There was never an element where I thought it would be like I kind of as soon as we started doing this, especially when you came on board. But even before that, I knew it was not going to be as simple and as easy as I kind of very first thought. So the kind of I always thought we could do it, and I knew there was always like I know there's going to be another hurdle in a couple of years. There'll be another yeah. step that you have to go to. So i always did have this feeling of like it's always going to be tricky but we can we can always do it but there's definitely a element where like i felt that we could really do it i think especially when we moved into london the new office there like those big moves and also when you take on some really exciting accounts mm. that's when it comes to kind of those come together when like we were shooting for clients that i would dream of working with i think of those moments you're like or working with them at least you are mm. just like yeah we got this in the bag yeah Absolutely got it back. Um, so, uh, my question for you this week is what moment in your career prepared you for your life at 303? Mm. Tell me.
1: I suppose working with you before I worked here is useful. Yeah? Preparing me, me mentally and emotionally to spend all my days with you. Um, There's it's a bunch of easy to, I'm easy to work with. <laughs> um i'm just thinking of all the outtakes that are already big the swords the sword noises and then that is just going to be outtake city um oh. but no that shoot's definitely helpful i mean the the fact that 303 stemmed from kind of mutual frustration at how advertising was done historically yeah i was trying to take photos and then run ads with my shit photos mm. definitely uh prepared
0: me um but Yeah, no. i would say those two. I mean, you're pretty set things. up for like the way that I work. Mm. We we already worked in the same sort of way. We both had the idea of how things should happen, which is what mm. makes it work so well. But yeah, I guess that you, you know, you understanding the vision is probably what you're saying there is like you actually knew what we were trying to achieve, The wavelength and, you know, is why. The same, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Interesting stuff. Mm. Moving swiftly on. Thought provoking, that was. Yeah, very thought provoking. Um moving on.
1: Right, this week's marketing news. There's been some good stuff happening. isn't there? Of late. Some interesting bits. Um, kicking off with Amazon being... Bezos is being punchy again. No,
0: Bezos is an animal. He throws
1: his weight around in such severe fashion, despite yeah.
0: having lost no, do you know what he does? half he, his wealth in, uh, in one th- fell swoop. <laughs> he throws his weight around very like subtly, but it's like big dicking it. He's literally just like, I'm just going to do this and see what, yeah. see what happens. Nasty acquisitions that make yeah. everyone else feel very... Why, what's he up to now? So,
1: all in light of... In fact, I've got another good one on the back of this. Actually, is a chaser, oh um, but um, this is the this is the shooter. Um, they're looking. Amazon is supposedly looking at buying MGM, who own franchises including James Bond, mm-hmm. um, and it's all around Prime sort of domination. Yeah, and there's kind of ongoing battle between Netflix Prime, Disney, Apple, etc. Yeah, um, which is. Obviously, being pretty um, strongly invested in by all of them, but I think Amazon feel like they're the ones who are really going for it now. Um, I would agree with that, though. In a way, like for film and music, especially, Apple TV
0: still hasn't got me on anything. It's all about getting me on a show.
1: Can I go for my chaser now?
0: Yeah, Disney Plus has got me lines. Has it? Yeah. See, Disney Plus.
1: I'm so. The word Disney disenfranchises me straight away, which is a weakness of
0: it. I think. I just Disney, a Plus, Disney Plus he only got me for one of their franchises though, what the Marvel it? franchises. Marvel's That's the mean. only reason why they've got me. That's fair. The rest of it, I'm be like... Hmm. Okay, here's my chaser.
1: Yeah. You know how Apple Music is now a bit of a disaster? Apple TV's not that great, as in right. Spotify's dominating music, and yeah. Amazon's chasing on music. Apple TV, not quite there. Gaming, Apple absolutely own almost all of it as a market share, and it's worth more than music and film combined. So they're just there in the corner having a great time. Yeah, so they're trying to do some bits and music and film, but gaming's the boy.
0: But then I feel like Apple's Wait like, a minute. Who owns Twitch
1: now? I don't know who owns Twitch, but I think Amazon like owns Twitch. Subscription gaming. Yeah. On phones like apps. Yeah. Apple's just the boy's. And the app the app store generally just absolutely slaps.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Amazon owned Twitch. they? Yeah. Okay, see more
1: nasty a nasty, nasty acquisition how
0: much is he trying to acquire it for I think 9.5 billion Jesus dollars I suppose the biggest MGM thing now is probably Bond I mean there's a smattering of other stuff but like I think Bond quite must be bits. a massive quite, franchise there's
1: quite a lot of other big moves being played Discovery are merging with someone and various things are all sort of going on in the production field mm. um, of all these big movie houses so
0: on all these acquisitions mm. just a little recommendation I already recommended this to you Masterclass if anyone knows about Masterclass. I watched Bob Iger's Masterclass, the CEO of Disney. He's no longer the CEO of Disney, but he was for a long time. Mm. He talks a lot about mergers and acquisitions, and it's actually very fascinating, especially the Pixar purchase from Mr. Steve Jobs, Mm. which is hilarious in what happened in that whole story. Um, But I would recommend it. Go listen to that, because I think anyone that kind of like, you know, I think there'll be a point where 303 acquires some things, just giving everyone a heads up there. Um... But I think generally, it's just quite interesting to understand brand because for example, the Disney and Pixar merger, the only reason why that wouldn't have gone ahead is because of creativity. So Steve Jobs was very concerned that the Pixar, so somewhat setting the seat here. At the time, Disney were making, they had some good films, but they were in a bit of a slump, hadn't made anything that absolutely slapped off. And it was mainly down to, like, the animators and storytellers, not mm. necessarily the distribution or the audience. Like, they were still there. They just hadn't created that, like, magic secret source that, like, Disney was known for. Pixar, on the other hand, had, like, a culture and an ecosystem for creativity that was just so above everyone else in the space. Yeah. And that's obviously predominantly down to people like Steve Jobs, who owned, I think, the majority at the time, being just an incredible leader in creativity and understanding purpose. Yeah. And the only reason... According to Mr. Iger, that um, Steve Jobs was not willing at some time to fully go for it, although there was nerves and there was a pullback, was because he didn't want Disney to purchase Pixar and pull that creativity out. Which actually, like transcending that into our world a little mm. bit, is fucking interesting. Imagine if someone allied acquired three or three tomorrow. Let's just say, would it be the same business from a creative perspective? What do you think? No. It wouldn't be. So I think that's quite like, that's why I enjoyed that whole masterclass because there's a lot of talk about that where business can affect the creative output of what an agency or production house does. Yeah,
1: without any acquisition, it tends to just be that you
0: start playing to the
1: the sort of tune of the parent company at that Mm. point, so... It definitely changes the course a little bit.
0: But Steve Jobs making that call and making um, I think what happened is Bob Iger had to map out why he would be creative what, like mm. why he, how he would ensue creativity from a management perspective. But that meant that the merger was successful. Which is weird because you would always think that it would probably be Disney going, We're best I will acquire you and we'll make you bigger. Mm. Actually Pixar was acquired and made Disney bigger. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. That's my knowledge. Head scratch. Head scratch. What's going on in America? Um, Oh, this
1: is quite good. I mean, it it could be quite good. It could just be, it's not good for the petrol heads among us necessarily. Mm. Um, But the best-selling car in America, but also the best-selling pickup truck of all time, which is the Ford F-150, is going electric, Um, which is quite big news. If anyone knows anything about America, they're quite fond of a sort of big hunkering petrol V8. Yeah, is it f-
0: in. is in it's only going to be there's only going to be electric version. I think it'll be transitional, but
1: they are talking about a fully electric version. Um, do you think that's a PR thing? No, I think it's in response to Tesla doing lots of bits with obviously the Model X, but then they've also got that
0: strange Cybertruck thing. You see, Elon was out in New York in that like two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, and he's also confirmed that his new um, that Roadster yeah is going to do not sixty in one point one seconds.
0: Are they? They're not on the road yet, are they? Is a roadster
1: Was that, road? that allowed? Probably. Surely that's not allowed. Can you imagine? Just is get, a roadster out? No, roadster no, no. Out. In, a, in like a year or two. Well, I remember but, when they first like you could order one like two, three years ago. Yeah, no, you put pre-order. You could put a deposit on them ages ago, but um, yeah, the the exciting thing with the F one fifty is they're saying it's going to be around forty thousand dollars, while a Model X, for instance, from Tesla, is eighty one sterling so like 95k mm. dollars so it's a huge thing be
0: interesting obviously 2020 2030 is when they're saying they're going to do that and mm. that's the same time that the uk is meant to go fully electric it's looming, well, isn't it? it's in, but ugh, i just don't see that happening i know we talk about electric cars and generally cars a lot on this show but like ugh, i just don't see like i'm interested
1: in it's the, nine yeah, years away i'm interested in the clean fuels
0: if you think nine years Porsche, away, Porsche has sacked electric they're going synthetic. They're doing they? synthetic fuels. Yeah. That's what we're hyped for. Let's gloss over this because we could spend this on all day. But yeah. I generally think 2030 won't happen. I think it's a political move to for Mr. Johnson to have a bit of a look at me. Mm. Um, but who knows? Let's see what happens. Hopefully, they do it because you know, it helps to the planet. Speaking of cars and brands, the next bit I'm excited about. Did you watch the F1 this weekend, lad? i actually was on my bike at the time but i've, I've re i've re caught up with it, it Not a a boring race. did charlotte Kirk have a shocker but we won't talk about that i may want to talk about the mclaren golf livery and how mm, it was did you enjoy it
1: i enjoyed so oh, i was uh God. i was twofold on this right the f1 side of things i loved um the f1 the actual car the f1 car i thought lando's Gear looks sick. Yeah. I know we'll come on to the video, which was very cool in my view. But it's However, Orlando. It's Orlando. It's because that it was filmed before Danny Rick probably.
0: No? Nope. It was Orlando. Well, he's better anyway, isn't he? He's not supposed to be. Danny Rick's salary is four times Orlando Is it? This is, is that true? this is this but also so this from a from a marketing perspective, okay. Golf. Do you th- want to so, say,
1: tell everyone what it is?
0: What do you mean? In terms of what, the campaign. the club was, yeah. It's, it's not bold is back. Bold is back. Black. Mm. Back. Bold is back. <laughs> bold is back. <laughs> for those who are wondering. Um, that,
1: it was a rebranded McLaren F1 car. Yeah. In golf livery, which hasn't been
0: done for many years. Many, many years. And there was a lot of talk, the fact that golf could only afford one race because financial. I mean, there's only, what, three golf petrol stations in London now? One's yeah, in Southgate, I mean, one's in North. It's, and, it's
1: still a big old... Boy, but I think yeah. I think there also must have been some question marks over whether they could have an oil company clad over their hybrid, supposedly more eco-friendly car. Yeah, of course, and but obviously, like the colours are just great.
0: Yeah, I think what what's it's interesting for, blue, it, actually, yeah, for me. It's quite It's quite First of all, I think McLaren are smashing it on the marketing side. Zach Brown, who's the CEO of McLaren Racing, I think is a genius. He obviously comes from it. For those who don't know. He's joined the team in 2000 and I want to say 17, maybe 18, I think. Um, but he's come from a massive sponsorship background. We've actually spoken about him before. Um, he's responsible for like UPS and Ferrari having a deal together and that's a massive deal. So he's just come in. I actually know two of the photographers at McLaren now, two young guys our age who are working there, Ooh. all on the social account. I think McLaren's coming up to the fastest growing social media f1 social media account there's ever been obviously not too old um but i just think they are making all the good moves to make f1 and mclaren more than f1 and mclaren if that makes sense so they are ma- they are making those brands so like merchandise stuff that like football is made out of like the, the business of football is not all about tickets to sell it's the merchandise it's the deals it's the sponsor mm-hmm. whatever it might be and that's sort of what i think zach brown doing It's just a shame that the actual car manufacturer part of it's. Well, I mean, there's a Mercedes engine in it, but let's not talk, like, you know, let's gloss over that. But I think, just generally, as a brand, McLaren, British brand, what they're doing. Do you think it's actually translating to the business, though? Because I don't think it is. I think the f one of the racing
1: side of things, are going very well. But then, like, I think Chris Harris actually summarized the bit that I was much less convinced on, which was the. So the 720S that they did in the Gulf Livery, mm. which looked like absolute bacon. It was awful. There is a transition
0: thing, but that's where for me, and I'm making a bold claim here, Zach Brown I, I have, I'm a big fan of, mm. but he's just with racing. He's not with the cars.
1: So he's just... But in, there's, so Ferrari's I, been built as a brand on trickle down from But I think, so from that's from my, this is sort of my point.
0: I think there's a disconnect between what the F1 team and now doing under Zach Brown... And what the rest of the company are doing. Mm. That's what I don't think works. Because like Lando, he's 21, I think, 21, 22. Like he started off as a Twitcher. Like everyone was taking the piss out of him doing that. He's grown his social pages. He's grown, he puts out a lot of content from like what we do in our world. And now it's translating into the big screen as you would call it. But it's translating in a way that like, you know, people like my parents who occasionally watch F1, they know of McLaren and Lando Norris now there is that feeling of like mass market for the sport. Obviously, Drive to Survive has brought in such a big audience now, and we've spoken about that again before. But this whole livery this weekend at Monaco, Monaco is the F1, that's the Grand Prix that everyone sort of watches, if you're going to watch any of them, Mm. unless you're on your bike in some hill somewhere, Mm. REU. But it is like, I think it was clever, I think it was smart. I just think there's questions from an F1 fan about which driver should have been included. Um,
1: I don't I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't make any questions Lando was the one that was on the podium he's third in the draft oh completely standings.
0: but it's it's where like he's British I know but it's where you go the history
1: I think they'll have played to the British heritage thing and therefore Lando's been in the guy but would they
0: have played to a Monaco Grand Prix winner for another team that's the question Yeah, I just I,
1: want? I think the I think the weakness of it is that it feels very, like, it feels very cool with the F1 team, and then it feels so contrived the second it's on their road cars, which Ferrari, for instance, would never struggle with. Mm. Even Merck, like, when you see an AMG, like, safety car, it feels yeah. like there's some alignment. Like, McLaren, for some reason, feels so disjointed. From the Formula One I know what you mean. I think it'd be
0: interesting. It. I, I think the next couple of years will will play out on the kind of like where F1 makes its money from. For me, I think there's a lot of opportunity there that doesn't really get made of. I think from like social and content and just general like building that brand in people's minds, like I think McLaren is smashing it from that side.
1: Mm.
0: The, by the way, I have a brand who I don't think are doing very well at all, which I'm going to make a big claim of. It's Towery. Have you seen their opening a store up in Knightsbridge? Mm-hmm. At the, I mean, at, at the end
1: of Knightsbridge that's where I brands mean, go to die oh, uh, yeah.
0: but like how much that store is huge but like for example just sorry tracing back McLaren I reckon they probably sell more merch than AlphaTauri do and they're a clothing brand in the UK I'm talking about we really need a stat we need a stat I'm going to find out and come back to you but mm. just generally like, I feel like McLaren's it feels like yeah, no, they're, on, on they're social able, and
1: stuff it feels very good but I just think and the, well, and also the cars are doing really well like yep. Lando's doing brilliantly etc third this weekend third this weekend in Monaco second podium of the year he did obviously there was quite a lot of stuff that went went right but if it wasn't him it was someone else so but yeah no, my I mean I we love talking about M- McLaren road cars because mm. it's quite funny but you know they're the worst appreciating most unreliable renowned for terrible <laughs> customer service and yet all that great stuff's happening at like the top funnel mm. so that's that's my two cents on that aspect of it.
0: We'll but see. We will see. But do you it think, was cool. Do you think it was a... Why Monaco and why... Why? Why do you think they did it? Really? I think it's a big marketing
1: exercise. I'm sure golf paid them some good cash to do it. But mm. I think it's more... Everyone loves a golf livery, don't they? In F1 and racing generally. Yeah. I'd have sooner had been a Marlboro. I knew you were going to say that. But, you know. Absolutely I used to that. love Silk Cut Jaguar was my favourite.
0: <laughs> Proper. That's now the Red Bull car, isn't it? It's not a Red Bull team. Jag? Yeah. Mm,
1: Jaguar. I feel like
0: Jaguar went to Sauber. Pretty sure Jaguar is now Red Bull. No, nah, it's not. Pretty sure it is. I nerd out on this stuff. Hold I on. Think Jag went to Sauber. Now Red Bull. Chaos. Absolute chaos. Ollie was, right. was right. Scored you there. Absolutely scored you there. Right. Um, are, we, are we wrapping up here?
1: We've got FAQs.
0: FAQs hit me with the FAQs. Well,
1: as an FAQs, user user listener submitted questions. Oh right. right. Um someone has asked us who is your dream client?
0: Who, me? McLaren S1. <laughs> <laughs> Who's my dream client? It could it be at any point in their business? Yeah. No, actually no. It has it to be where they currently are. Like when it was one. No, no it wouldn't have been Apple. It wouldn't it wouldn't have been something like that. But okay, at any point in the business. Dream client. No, no, no. Dream dream client right now, yeah. Um, Dream client right now. Do you know what? This is going to be really nerdy. I think it would be Amazon Prime. Elaborate. Wait, I'm thinking if that's a decision. The only reason I'm thinking about it is because we just spoke about that. Cut that. Cut! I'll start again. I'm I'm got to one think.
1: I've got one. Okay, what's yours. Mine's Sigma Sports. oh Sigma I'm getting Sports. In touch this week, Sigma also. <laughs> If you're listening, you won't be. But. I was
0: going to say, I think ours would be a cycling brand. I think mine would be a cycling brand too. I like Sigma. I like the customer service. Customer service is good. The I product, like where the good. shops are because it's no. Experience right is good. The way it feels is good. Stock all the right stock brands. Stock is all the right brands. They don't stock Rafa, which I'm interested about. No one stocks Rafa. No. Huh? It's DC. Ah, yes. Um yeah, I think it would be Sigma, Sigma Sports. I think it would be. That'd be fun, it? it? would be. We like yeah. bikes. Good question. Next question, please.
1: Um have you thought about investors for your business?
0: Interesting. So we've never taken investment um as a business. And might be something we do in the future. Um we have some plans in the next sort of five years. But we would, yes. But it would be we both believe, I guess, for anyone listening, that this Will grow to a certain point and we take investment when it's to take it to our next level not because we can't be bothered to ourselves yeah answers the question and it's got to be the right people very important very important um
1: there is another question about ios 14 which i'm sure some avid digital marketer has asked Yes, it's affected us. Yes, it's annoying, but we're getting around it, actually. It's not, not been anywhere near as annoying as I thought it was going to be. Perfect. So, we're fine. It obviously is slightly irritating, but, you know, what are you going to do? Why are you Life's mean? a bitch. Um, Last question. What's been your favourite shoot since being back from COVID?
0: The, in terms of the outcome of the shoot, we did some work with Burlington Arcade recently and we shot with Bell & Ross. And I think some of the images like that were they're pretty amazing. Ben and Ross looking quite good. Ben and Ross looking good. Some nice pieces in there. Really, really, really fast nice
1: pieces in there. Nice, nice price point as well. You can get some really mad complicated mm. watch for not idiot money. Not that much
0: cash. I like
1: it. I like it. Sam got featured on their Instagram, didn't he? you happy about yeah. that, Sam? Yeah. You like that, boy? Very good. Okay, fine. Rounding things up. Um, we're going to play Two Truths and a Lie.
0: Oh, joy. And Ollie's not
1: been let into to uh Mm -hmm. to these this week because normally he has to put on some farcical sort of confused face that he doesn't know which one's right the first i'm gonna decide on the order okay let's do that one first jamie recently bought some new wheels for his bicycle (laughs) as you alluded to (laughs) okay and after putting them on his bike he discovered that he put them on the wrong way around which is difficult to do um the next is the Colonial Pipeline, um, which what? runs... I'm going to explain what it is. All right, okay. It's a big thing in, in the US. Um, they run 45% of the East Coast fuel. It's like a big pipe, essentially, that transports fuel. That's true. Um, bosses paid a $4.5 million ransom to cyber attackers this week which is mad so someone had hacked them basically and they paid four and a half million dollars in ransom I mean
0: no one's going whoever, whoever produced these questions no one's gonna have thought of that off the spot Sam's weird so and that's definitely is true
1: Meghan Markle has invested in an oat milk latte company
0: Oh shit! So the the middle one's true about the fuel and oil. I don't even. Yeah, cool. True. You can't. Sam, if you're gonna make up a lie, it can't be that detailed. (laughs) Sam's (laughs) just that. Colonial pipeline. That's true. Jamie getting bike wheels. He he he. Okay. Jamie's not very good when it comes to mechanics. It's not true. You would take it to a shop and a man would do it for you, or a lady. She would. Someone would do it for you. You wouldn't do it. They refused, or sorry, they refused. Sorry, Sigma didn't, wouldn't put wheels well, they on.
1: They just didn't have time to. They just gave me them back in the box with. with but the you sent me a on,
0: video, and then they looked like they were on
1: with the rotors on it, on the wheels, and I had to put them on.
0: Okay, and then what was the final thing?
1: Meghan Markle's bought an oat milk latte company. Brought or invested? Invested. Bought shares in.
0: I'm going to guess that that's the lie. Is yours. Yeah. 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 You know how to put things Sigma, on. You? Put them on. <laughs> <laughs> Sigma, customer service, thank you. Yeah, good. good. Well, we're going to have to wrap up there. We've both got things to do this afternoon. Thank you very much for listening. Jamie, thank you for joining me as always. Really thanks. Very kind. Um, if you want to hear more of these episodes, please do go back and listen to them. Don't forget us to deliver us a review. And if you have any questions, either drop, to us, drop them to us on LinkedIn, send them in in the comments below, Instagram. or just drop us an email
1: instagram instagram wherever it might be leave a review as well
0: thank you very much for listening and we'll see you soon
1: ciao